Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Monday, April 26th. And today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. I want to begin with a very special thank you. Learned last night that the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast was the number one hockey podcast on the Locked On Network last week. First time we've hit number one consistently in the top ten, but uh, just want to thank you for that extra little bump last week to get us over the top and up to number one. Really does mean a lot. All of you who subscribe, download, listen regularly, uh, thank you so much. And if you have not yet subscribed, you can do so on your favorite podcast app. Just hit that button. Each new episode, Monday to Friday, will be automatically uploaded to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. Uh, If you could also rate and review, especially if you are an Apple user, that would be very much appreciated. If you're on Twitter, you can find the podcast at LO Boston Bruins. On Instagram, we're at Locked On Bruins. And you can find me, my hockey tweets, and dad jokes at Ian C. McLaren. That's I A N C M C L A R E N. If anybody's new to the podcast, I'm a lifelong Bruins fan, been writing about hockey for 16 years now, Uh, spent five years working for The Score, a mobile sports app based here in Toronto, Ontario. Uh, I live an hour west in Guelph, where I most recently covered uh, junior hockey uh, prospects for various SB Nation sites. And I've been hosting this podcast since October 2019, Uh, something I do on the side for fun because I just love the Boston Bruins and I love talking about hockey and um, it's great to be able to join you again to begin a new week. Now, the Bruins played twice over the weekend. We won't touch too much on the Sabres game, but we will address yesterday's 1-0 shutout loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins, but Just for the sake of full coverage, we will just quickly mention (laughs) the debacle that was Friday's 6-4 loss to the Buffalo Sabres. The Bruins were down 5-1 in this one. Stormed back with three goals, one from Nick Ritchie, one from Kevin Miller, one from Taylor Hall, in the span of about five minutes and six seconds to cut the deficit to 5-4. It looked like they were going to pull off another Bruins comeback, but alas, Uh, the Sabres added an empty net goal. Bruce Cassidy said they didn't have their best early on, uh, kind of took themselves out of the game, and they were a hungry team, the Sabres. They're trying to, you know, fight for jobs for next season. They were more willing to block shots, etc. Now, Bruce Cassidy did say that about 80% of the Bruins were recently vaccinated. I got my first shot on Friday, and if the side effects that I experienced were anything close to what they had, then I can kind of forgive them for having an off night. It was uh, not great at all. Totally worth it, obviously. But yeah, I was down and out for most of the weekend. Uh, They were also playing without Patrice Bergeron, who uh, left 
Thursday night's win over the Sabres with a foot injury. Uh, Tukarask got yanked after making only 24 saves on 28 shots. Uh, Yaroslav Halak made his first appearance after spending two weeks on the COVID list. Uh, Kevin Miller scored his first goal in quite some time since uh, 2017, December 2017. Uh, Stephen Kampfer also had a career night with uh, a goal and two assists, but you know they all said didn't really matter because the Bruins ultimately lost. Now games like this are going to happen from time to time. Yes, it's the Sabres, but they have been playing better since the coaching change. And like I said, guys are playing for jobs next year, trying to make a good impression here uh, in the last few games. Whatever. That game is right off. You would hope that the Bruins would come back and have a stronger showing on Sunday against a team that they're kind of chasing now in the playoff race. And they dropped their second straight game on Sunday afternoon with a one nothing loss to Pittsburgh. Uh, Jake Gensel scored the game's lone goal at 4.03 of the third period with a one-timer from the slot off a feed from Sidney Crosby. Clean shot that beat Jeremy Swayman. Uh, who really had no chance on that one. And, you know, Boston really just had the look of a team that had been playing a lot of hockey lately and not super creative offensively. Uh, And credit to the Pittsburgh Penguins for playing a strong defensive system. Um, Long week for both teams, Bruce Cassidy said, and they did a better job defending. Ultimately, there were no power plays in this one until the very end when Patrice Bergeron was called for uh, high sticking. So that's going to limit chances. Uh, he said, Bruce Cassidy said, people assume a one nothing game, you're not working. Those are good hockey games. It really felt like a playoff game. Uh, you had to work for every inch of the ice. Uh, he said their work ethic was okay. Didn't manage the puck great early on, but they fixed that and started limiting. So yeah, it wasn't really their work ethic that Bruce Cassidy had an issue with on Sunday, but it was more their will to create offense. And part of the problem right now is the bottom six. Very much struggling. I mentioned Nick Ritchie scored in the game against the Sabres, but uh, Bruce Cassidy during this game, Started to make some changes, including bumping Lazar to center with Jake DeBrusque and Charlie Coyle on the right, and then Nick Ritchie down to the fourth line with Chris Wagner on the right side and Sean Corrali in the middle. Bruce Cassidy said it's probably a lack of production from a number of guys down there for extended periods of time now that you expect more of as to why he made the moves. Quite frankly, he said, I think they're all capable of giving a little more offensively. We move some pieces around. If you're not going to score, you need to keep the puck out of your net. Tight games like this, you've got to manage your shifts, and one play probably makes a difference. You can almost sense that type of game, and they made it, and we didn't. We didn't defend it. There you have it. I think it still falls on a lot of these players to work a lot harder to attack the net and a little more will to get inside, do what it takes to score in this league. I don't know if this uh, foreshadows any changes for Tuesday's rematch against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Could we see some players come in the lineup? You know, Jack Stanika was up here for quite a while, looked pretty good at center. If you're going to put Charlie Coyle on the wing, why not bring him back into the lineup? Uh, Trent Frederick hasn't played for a while. Perhaps he gets back in to inject some energy into the offense, into the forward group. 
Uh, you know, that fourth line of Corrali, Wagner, and Lazar has looked pretty good. They haven't really created anything, and that's, you know, a lack of finishing ability on the part of some of these guys. Uh, the Jake DeBrusque on the right side experiment doesn't really seem to be working. Uh, I had questions about that early on. So do you, yeah, again, put Coyle on the right side as one of the only right-hand shots? Do you bring Stanika back up, put him on the right side with Coyle and DeBrusque, and then do something like Richie, Corrali, Lazar? Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of options. The Bruins are limited to, I think, four AHL call-ups at this point, and that's probably why they didn't call Frederick up and played Anton Bleed on Friday. Uh, but... Yeah, certainly something needs to be done in the bottom six at the moment in order to spark some more offense. Uh, this team will just be that much more dangerous if they even have some scoring from the bottom six with the top two lines, you know, rolling pretty consistently lately. Obviously, they were shut out on Sunday, but uh, both of those lines have been pretty solid since the trade deadline and now... Uh, need to find the right mix here in the bottom six uh, for Bruce Cassidy going forward. They have nine games left. And uh, before we get to questions about whether or not the Bruins should be worried about missing the playoffs at this point, let's talk about uh, Blue Nile and their 1010 collection, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced and available at fair price points. It's an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, just a nice gift, conversation piece that are the perfect way to bring light into her life. And they're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 1010. If you're on the hunt for perfect, unique rings she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. This year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch the live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. Now, a lot of talk on Twitter after the game and the subsequent win by the New York Rangers was whether or not the Rangers have a chance of catching our Boston Bruins in the East Division playoff race. If we look at the standings, we see that the Bruins are currently four points up on the Rangers. The Rangers have 56 points through 49 games. They only have uh, seven games remaining on their schedule. And the Bruins have nine games left, 60 points. So the Bruins four points up with two games in hand. I took a look at their respective schedules over the weekend and you can see kind of what they have remaining the Bruins play the Penguins again on Tuesday night then they have two games against the Sabres two games against the Devils two games against the Rangers and then they round out the season with a game against the Islanders and another game against the Capitals the Rangers play the Sabres 
the Islanders twice, the Capitals twice, and then the Bruins twice. So obviously Boston has a leg up when it comes to points remaining on the table. They have 18 available points. The Rangers only have uh, 14. If the Rangers were to go 7-0-0 over their remaining games, they would finish with 70 points. That means the Bruins only need 11 out of the possible 18 points remaining in order to clinch a playoff spot. So that would be a record of like 5-3-1 over their last uh, nine games. As you can see, like I said, they play uh, the Penguins, Islanders, and Capitals once each, and then the Sabres, Devils, and Rangers twice. Uh, those teams are all non-playoff teams, so the Bruins have the edge there in strength of schedule. You know, theoretically, if you look at the Rangers, of course, they have been playing very well as of late, 7-2-1 over their last 10 games. And they would at least have to keep up that pace in order to challenge the Bruins for that fourth and final playoff spot. Now, it's also worth noting that we should be looking up a bit as Bruins fans. The Bruins, like I said, have played 47 games, 60 points. They're three back of the New York Islanders with a game in hand. So the Bruins, uh, you know, have a, a good chance of moving up in the standings. Um, they're closer to catching the Islanders than the Rangers are to catching the Bruins. If we look at Sports Club Stats, which is a website that tracks uh, pro sports teams' playoff chances, we look at our Boston Bruins. They have Boston's chances of making the playoffs currently at 96.4%. The Rangers are at an even 5%. If we look at the Athletics' projected standings, they have the Bruins at 98% chances of making the playoffs, the Rangers only at 3%. In fact, the Bruins also have the best chance of advancing to the Stanley Cup Final in the East Division at 22%. They have a 10% chance of winning the Cup, according to The Athletic, which would rank them behind the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Colorado Avalanche for having the best odds. Now, that might be a bit of a stretch, but, uh, you know, Dom Lachishan has always seen the Bruins pretty favorably over at the Athletics rankings. So all that to say, you know, it would take a pretty monumental collapse for the Boston Bruins not to make the playoffs. I had a bunch of people in my mentions, you know, bringing up, 2015, 2016, when the Bruins missed the playoffs by a point. Uh, in 2015, it took a pretty miraculous run by Andrew Hammond. I think he went like, what, like 21-1 and one or something over the last uh, stretch of the season, had a 941 save percentage, and the Bruins missed out on the playoffs by one point in 2016. The Bruins had a chance of advancing to the playoffs with a win on the final game of the regular season. Tukarask was unable to play due to an illness, and the Bruins were subsequently pounded by the Ottawa Senators and once again missed the playoffs. Some people were saying they're kind of getting those vibes again this season. You know, 
if we're looking at all possible scenarios, I'm sure there is a universe out there where Miles Morales is slinging webs and the Bruins miss the 2021 Stanley Cup playoffs. But from where I'm sitting right now, um, I'm extremely confident that the Bruins will indeed be in the postseason and may not even have the fourth seed. They could even move up, surpass the New York Islanders for the third seed. Um, probably, you know, if we're looking at home ice advantage in the first round, that might be a bit of a stretch right now. They're six points back of the Capitals with a game in hand. But, um, yeah, a playoff spot certainly does look to be well within their grasp. And it would take pretty monumental collapse as well as a miraculous run here by the New York Rangers over the last seven games of their season in order to uh, overtake the Bruins. Keep in mind, there's three-point games. They're all divisional games, so, you know, teams are picking up points every single night um, in this division, and so it's even harder to catch up because, you know, you can't bank on, you know, guys from another conference taking points away from the Islanders or the Penguins, for example. All these games in division, you know, Each game could be a three-point game. Everybody could be picking up points, so it just makes it that much more difficult. Like I said, Sports Club Stats has the Bruins at 96.4% probability of making the playoffs. The Athletic, they had the Bruins at 98%. Uh, So right now, in my mind, it's a bit too early to be worried about missing the playoffs. I think the Bruins are going to be fine. Uh, Hopefully they can turn it around as early as tomorrow night against the Pittsburgh Penguins. But then they have these games coming up against uh, the Sabres, which are very winnable. The Devils should be winnable, although we know that they have had uh, issues with them this season. Uh, The good news is Kyle Palmieri is now a New York Islander. So that's, you know, worry can be put off for another day. And um, we've seen them beat the Islanders. We've seen them beat the Capitals recently. So all things considered, I still think the Bruins are definitely a playoff team and should be gearing up to look at a playoff run um, and not kind of looking over their shoulder and be worrying about the New York Rangers. Uh, That's just my take. I know some of you are a bit more concerned. Let me know what you think by hitting me up at ENC McLaren or at LO Boston Bruins on Twitter, and uh, we can uh, continue the discussion there. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It comes in 18 amazing flavors. Some have nuts, some don't, so be aware if you have nut allergies. Uh, Some are also gluten-free, which is important to me as someone with celiac. The gluten-free options are amazing, very delicious, and I look forward to getting my next box. They're covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew, But they're also great for the health-conscious person or, you know, they're good for you if you're sitting at your desk all day at home like I am recently. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat because they're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. If you go to BuiltBar.com right now, you can put together your next box of Built Bars and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15. For 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You can bet on all the major sports as well as TV shows and award ceremonies. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. 
You can also get all your news and scores there. It's the best way to get all your sports action, plus it's free to sign up. Head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up for a free account today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening now. Featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Lacanfora, and Brian Baldinger, and our local experts from every team making trades and picking the next stars on their specific squads. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Let's finish with some news and notes from around the NHL. And when we're talking uh, about teams that have clinched, there are only three at the moment, and they're all from the Honda West Division. Vegas, Colorado, Minnesota are three playoff teams as of right now. They are ranked uh, first, fifth, and eighth in the NHL, respectively. And that's because, you know, the rest of the West is pretty poor. Uh, Arizona and St. Louis fighting for that fourth and final playoff spot. They're both like, uh, what, 18, 17 points behind third place Minnesota. We're in the last week of April here. A couple weeks left of the regular season. Playoff fever is starting to uh, gather, and, and I'm pretty excited to see how it's all going to shake out. Speaking of the playoffs, there was a report over the weekend that the NHL is considering going back to the standard 1-8 to conference-style playoff matchups. I would be a huge fan of that. Not loving, well, I don't love this divisional format for sure. Didn't love the old divisional format either uh, with the wild card and all that. I'd much prefer to see uh, the uh, old 1-8 to system in each conference, respectively. Now, uh, what else is going on out there? I mentioned the Rangers chasing the Bruins. Zibanejad had a hat-trick to beat the Sabres and to move within four points of the Bruins. Again, the Bruins have two games in hand. Uh, Alex Lafreniere's confidence is growing for the Rangers. He's played very well as of late. I really think this will be a team to contend with next season. Not as much this year as, you know, the top four pretty well set. Uh, if anyone's going to be bumped out, let it be the Islanders uh, at the very least, please. Uh, some news in regards to an old Bruin, uh, former Bruin, and also a guy who was old when he played with the Bruins. Uh, David Backus apparently contemplating retirement from the NHL after this season. He admitted on Sunday, he said, it's possible, probably more of a probability than a possibility, but not a certainty. Just kind of where he's at. He said it all year that every game you play in this league is a gift. Every shift you play is a gift. It's a great blessing to be able to play in this league. Uh, Bacchus has appeared in only 14 games for the Ducks this season with three goals and one assist to his credit. It looks like uh, Andrew Shaw has also announced his retirement the former uh, Montreal Canadian, Chicago Blackhawk, only 29 years old, but uh, suffering the effects of multiple concussions. Never like to see that, and glad he's um, you know taking steps to uh, preserve his long-term health. A uh, very unfortunate situation there. 
That's pretty much it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. As I mentioned, I got my first uh, COVID vaccine on Friday. It really did knock me out for the weekend. Uh, Crazy chills that came over me Friday night. Uh, Nausea, uh, just very low energy all Saturday. Uh, Got a bit better Sunday, feeling pretty good today. So uh, glad to have that under my belt. My wife and I almost also finished Uh, season one of Lupin or part one of Lupin on Netflix really loving that and I've been watching the basketball uh, season of Last Chance U which I really love probably my favorite of that series so far you know I do like basketball more than football although I do like a good football uh, movie or show Uh, but I just really uh, love the coach in this one and uh, the stories have been pretty compelling so if you're looking for something to watch uh, on non-Bruins game nights, check out uh, Last Chance You, the basketball season on Netflix. That's a, a pretty good, pretty good show. Um, and I'm almost done my rewatch of Lost. Went off Prime last week. Back on Disney Plus now. Got about ten episodes left, uh, and really enjoying watching that again. I hope you are all doing well. I hope you're all taking care of yourselves, taking care of each other. Again, thank you so much for all the support last week and helping Locked On Bruins become the number one podcast on the Locked On NHL network. Uh, Hopefully we can sustain that or at least, you know, stay in the top five. That would be pretty sweet. Obviously, it helps if the Bruins are winning. Uh, A lot of it is due to the excitement built over the trade deadline. And uh, I'm really hopeful that we can get a couple months of good hockey here from this team. Another deep run would be pretty awesome. And as you can tell, again, not too worried about the Rangers catching up and, uh, you know, overtaking our Bruins here anytime soon. But, you know, if they were to get level in points, maybe uh, time to panic a bit. But for now, uh, I'm doing okay, and I hope you are as well. Happy Monday, friends. Talk to you again tomorrow with a preview of Tuesday's game against the Pittsburgh Penguins and an update of the East. Um, I don't know if we'll do that. We'll see. We'll see what's happening tomorrow. Later.